Who knew a Christmas Carol involved I'm so, so many condoms? I'm so angry. I don't have a picture of the Christmas All the condoms Carol that- condom can. going to be i'm not doing some big blown edit i'm doing this like, oh i know go minimal this is like go a, minimal opening song kind you know a yeah stinger opening song um main segment tunes so if you say yeah. some fucked up shit that's fine it's Leave. on your permanent record oh no not my permanent record welcome to the whip around look <laughs> um it's can you hello it's we are bombed out and depleted. This is this is this is Sean Hayes with the Brown, uh, macabre stuff, weird news. Doctor Philip Porta, science, weird news. We have not been this close to the first episode of our show <laughs> in terms of acoustics and and so you know it's, we are like this. It's like a dream. Yes, we are floating at this well-equipped table with nothing around. It's like <laughs> it's, um, it is. That's a an know, app description. We're, it's like we're in this well, like this, we're in this car, just sort of drifting through a sewer. It's one of those ethereal, like, I'm picturing like a, like an old, thinking of like a Twilight Zone episode where it's like driving out into the mist. Yeah, or like a little guy on a cloud floating through like a wasteland. Something like that. Yeah, that's where we're at. So if you didn't catch the beginning of last week or you missed last week's show. Missed out. Yeah, because it was a wonderful little uh, Oh, hello. Shirt. See? You're also going to hear a lot of fucking <laughs> mouth noises. So you missed out. the editor's on vacation already. <laughs> so you missed out on uh, a whole bunch of uh, tragedy and, and craziness sewage. that happened. Mostly and uh, sewage. Yeah. And so now there's no acoustic dampening curtains in here. And uh, this is pretty, uh, it's pretty bare and it feels weird. Yeah. But the table... And the skull is lamp. intact. Thank and goodness. Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe still hanging out. Hi. We all made it. Yep. But we're, uh, you know, so Sean is burnt out and burned out. And uh, I'm here. I'm, I'm chugging along, sort of. Yeah. Sean, what's up with you? Other than, you know, the sewage and the wife and <sighs> the, the everything. <laughs> well, then that stuff, I guess I, I, I mentioned last week, right? It's just, yeah. uh, it's more of that same fun with that. But we, um, we closed. Uh, a Christmas Carol, yeah, at Civic Theater, um, and uh, it marks. Dude, I was looking at the, at the at my old calendar. I've gone back now through my year a little bit. Oh, okay. So I went back to my calendar, and in January, not a yeah, in January, I was teching, and then we opened the X's at the Playhouse. Yeah, that was very early this year. It was during that that I was like, oh, if we're going to do this thing, because Spamalot has an opening, I need to get my audition together and was working with Rebecca Piper of hey, the Music Rebecca. Makers Music Studio, uh, my vocal coach. Desi Any- sounds great in these acoustics, That's though. true. It's really the Desi show. Anyway, I was working <laughs> with her on my audition for that. By February, I was auditioning for that. March, April, I'm doing Spamalot. May, we close Spamalot. I'm getting ready to do this audition maybe for Patchy the Pirate if I, oh, yeah, maybe that's I right. can land that in Spongebob by like what is it June or whatever I'm in that and on and on and on until I was getting ready to do auditions during the run of Spongebob for Christmas Carol yeah uh, which takes me to now so this is a year of theater we finished striking uh well I had to leave just before people really finished 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 the set today 
Oh. So even though we closed the other day, we, we did costumes and props and all that stuff two nights ago. And then we had to go back. Well, not they asked people who could, and I could, to come back in this nice morning to tear down this this gigantic set, you know. And I Jeez. didn't even I wasn't even there for the close of that. So hats off to all of those folks. But I did a lot. Anyway, the point is, and this is new. I don't know what's going on with me. I was saying, "Hey, goodbye. I got to go because I had to pick up Kate at work early because yeah. she had to come home because right, her back." Yeah. But I was like, hey, I have to go. And I was leaving. Everybody was cool. I had to I had to say the words. I'm getting emotional, so I'm leaving. Wow. Yeah. Because now all of that stuff, the reason I brought that year up, all of the... All, have you ever heard of post, the post-show funk? Um, you've mentioned it before. I I'm can imagine what it's... times four. Because each and every one of them bounced into the next show. And now I'm on a Now break. you get to re- reflect on all of them. So I... Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you see the show? Yes, we were there on Saturday. What the earlier one with Edie? We were in the we were in the earlier ones. We saw Edie. Thank you for coming. Of course, absolutely. Um, we were. Uh, I'll ask you what's up with you after you answer that question. We were how? I, well, it, it dovetails into it, but yeah, I'll say this about the show: we were house uh, wait, house left, fourth row, all the way house left. Oh, that's right, yeah. On the edge, but you know what? It was still a lot of fun. And oh, did you hear that? That's Phineas. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> amplify it for you, but you it's heard fine. That it's shit. good in the come on. And you, Mr. Mutton Chops, Hi. I don't know how much you're aware of when you're on stage. I know different actors feel different like, like in terms of what the audience scene? is doing. Not much, no. Okay. I'm a mush generally. You you can you can get me to be emotional pretty easily. All right. In the and I'm not spoiling anything because if you, <laughs> I was like I was like hold in the up, scene. Let me think about this. I have to bleep it out. <laughs> In the scene where you are, we're in the future with the Ghost of Christmas Future. Tim's dead. We we yeah. were reduced to calling it the dead Tim scene. You know, I, like. Let me tell you what I you you had me tearing up, and then I look around and I see everybody in my section that I can see in the lights are all dabbing their eyes. Man. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you know just how much you and, and Phineas, Phineas. <laughs> you and Rachel really, really absolutely carried that scene with man Phineas loves it with so much emotion man you really had us um, all tearing up it was it was super impressive really powerful well done and hats off to Rachel Van Dyke St- is it Stippick 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 uh, hey fantastic Rachel. Mrs. Cratchit uh, from start to fan I mean like and she grew as a performer I grew because you know we're both but but like where she got and I think I, I flatter myself that we were able to play off one another for all oh, of yeah, that oh yeah I think so and those kids were brilliant they were really good kids you know? there too yeah um, so anyway so that again I don't want to get emotional about it but thank you you're I'm, welcome I really appreciate that and I remember in college and it was true it's still true the number one acting consistently acting note I would get was you need you you are strong on stage and all this stuff, but you have a problem showing vulnerability. Like you seem to oh no no resist showing vulnerability. And this one was where I was like, well, I'm going to really put the cards on the table. You got there. Uh, it was it, it was believable. And and to quote uh, Max Maven, uh, you made me care. You, that? You, Who's that? Uh, dearly departed magician, one of the best okay. magicians of the last uh, century. And I know I'm going on and on. Oh, listen to the pipes. <laughs> oh, stop. Can I just say, because this is a comedy podcast, and I know Please. I'm rabbiting on yes. about this, but it's, it's also like a Christmas special in a way. So, like, relax. Let me, you know, everybody just... There's more holiday goodness coming up next week, though. Pool, is there? Yeah. Why? Because we have to drink. 
Yeah, but that's not. It'll be Christmas will be over. Yeah, but it'll be ready for New Year's. Sure, I'm saying, but this is a Christmas. Oh yeah, that's right. Christmas comes first. I knew that. Enjoy your Christmas special. <laughs> God damn it. Happy Hanukkah, by the way. It's second night of Hanukkah tonight. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, oh, so <laughs> backstage, I would try to not be this person, and I really, really hope I hung on to some of it to not be the person who's like, "Excuse me, but you, you know." Leave me, give me space and give me darkness and give me whatever because I need to get ready to go on stage and mourn a dead son with a smile on my face. Cause, and that's why the Bob Cratchit role has always been my favorite in the entire show because that always moves me from mostly Kermit. But like that sense of like, trying to be, it'll be okay and smiling while it's like, you know, and it's yeah. about to just crumble. Uh, and so, uh, I would try to get there anyway. I would find a corner in the dark to my head, but I have to like tell Tiny Tim, there's a sweet actor named Cashton, six years old. I'd be like, look, you have to leave me alone for a minute because, because you're dead. Because I need, <laughs> you need to leave me alone. Or other people in the background would be like, because there are a lot of teenagers in the show and they were great, a lot of them. Not all of them. But even the greatest <laughs> teenager sometimes just is going to be loud. They're fucking yeah, insane, you know? It's, it's, so I'm sitting there trying to cry. I'm thinking of the worst I'm shit. sure you are. But, and some of it's real that happened, and some I'm of it sure is totally not. It, yeah. Some of it is even probable. And I'm like, oh, God. So I'm getting... And then someone would be like, hey, hey, you know, and I would be... I would just tell me, like, Sean, you can't yell at them. You can't be like, God damn you. I'm trying to be sad. So most of the time I was able to get there. Hopefully it's indistinguishable. You got there at the Saturday matinee. I'll okay. tell you right now. It's just funny when it's like, excuse me, I'm trying to be sad. And like my friend Megan came up backstage once. She had no idea. She was helping shepherd the kids. And she was like, hey, she saw where I was. I found a seat to sit there. I would stare into my hat and be sad. <laughs> she was like, hey, how's it going? You know, she knows me from SpongeBob. It's Patchy the Pirate, you know. It's a very different role. Right? So I looked up and I was like, oh, I'm, I looked like someone had just told me, like, my parents died in a helicopter or something, you know. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine. I'm just a little weepy. And she was like, are you okay? And I had to be like, time out. No. I, so anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm, my son is dead in a moment. Hold how on. How the sad sausage is made. Phil, what's up with you? Okay. I'm, uh, well. <laughs> no, you're not. No. So I'm, I'm incredibly frustrated. If I'll be honest with you, that's the, that's the, the biggest emotion I have going into this Christmas week. Yeah. Phil is um, very avuncular, by the way. He's doing the sweatery. He's got a, like okay. a cardigan or no, what do you, thermal. The, got a thermal. Over under. a thermal. Yeah. Um, so extra avuncular. Yeah. And when he was describing that he is frustrated, it, I, I don't know how else to describe it. He did a very <laughs> avuncular, like gorilla pit scratch. Just like the, the <laughs> kind just of just very hands grasping. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I won't. That's okay. Um, so, uh, I had said to, uh, every, the audience, yeah, I will be getting surgery after the last episode came out. And that was, uh, not by fault of my own a lie. Right. Yeah. Uh, insurance has screwed me up a little bit and, uh, I know like I'm going to get knee surgery for fun. Like this is elective, right? Anyway. Um, and, and here's the weird thing about that. I'll say in terms of emotion, there's this moment of embarrassment that kept happening when people were like, how have you been? How oh, God, was it? Yeah. Because I'm like, Oh, yet, thank you for wasting your energy right. on me. And I, it, right. and, and through no fault of my own, but I couldn't escape that embarrassing feeling. Which for I'm a sure while. is not a two way. They don't feel that. We no, I know feel, this is a purely a Phil thing. But it's yeah. such. A, it's something. Honestly, when Kate upstairs asked me how mine went, I, that was the first time where I didn't feel that twinge of like, oh, because um, you don't care what she thinks. No, because I'm fine. I'm adjusting, and I'm okay with. Surgery. I'm okay. With, that's true. I can. I'm gimpy. I can still outrun her. Right. Uh, so. That's the, the the feelings, and and uh, hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have a new date for surgery. Hopefully this doesn't drag into the holidays. 
Phineas That's the hope. Pissed. Other than that, the day this comes out is final exam day. All right. It's that time of year. School's almost, semester's almost. 105 almost. students. I'm going to give you some predictions right now. I'm going to check back in with you. Here's my predictions. Ready? Uh, at least. Here's here, my predictions. <laughs> Phil has some predictions. <laughs> So isolate that one. <laughs> Go your lazy ass and isolate that. Uh, two students at least will bless you either oversleep or show up to the wrong exam time. Oh shit. We're in like, this is my eighties comedy like, territory. Oh now. no. Like, cause I give the exam three times because I have that many students that can't all fit in the same room. So it's three times in a day, one for each class. Yeah. I have a feeling that somebody's going to be like, crap. I overslept. Oh no. I came. Like, let me just Dr. L. Can I come into the next section? Oh, okay. Sure, you know? Yeah. Uh, one person just going to straight up not show up. That's another prediction I have. Just doesn't even bother. Um, will, they, will you never hear from them again kind of thing? I, I have a feeling. Unfortunately, it seems like one person seems to have fallen through the cracks and not shown up. Mm. And and this one... Dead. I, <laughs> I doubt it. But And, and this is my... Uh, I'm going to say that three people, and I, I'll have to report on this later, but will pleasantly surprise me and pass it, and one person who I'm rooting for might fall short. That's my long-term predictions there that's what i'm looking at you heard it here first let's see i want to see what you know i got this on the record i'm going to write it down later and see what comes out of it but um that and then i'm just so exhausted do you have any water no not right now <laughs> when we uh anyway uh, when we break for act break i go, think go upstairs and grab you some? should get some because <laughs> phineas is phineas, going buck. Your, phineas is buck wild right now <laughs> it is dr <laughs> phil and mr frog in yeah there, and mr frog is winning the fight and he is and he should get off the tracks because choo choo the weird is coming through it's still time for train wreck headlines <laughs> i have five headlines <laughs> There's nothing to dampen me now. My power grows. Like my kids probably trying to like hang out with their friends. <laughs> just hearing her dumb dad and his friends yelling podcast. Like this is humiliating. <laughs> like that's the first or last time either of us will ever embarrass her probably. Yeah, yeah. You're the captain of improv. Hurry up. Anyway, we've got five Six. headlines from the week's news. Six. Oh, yeah. If you're counting the one I made up, which God. isn't really from the week's news, right. so it's all about the one. Ignore the five. I got ahead Find of the one. Yeah. Win the day. It's all about that one. It's all about that fake one. Here we go. Christmas puppy sales funding organized crime gangs. Police. <laughs> Seasonal. Yeah. Police in. I you po- said weird news. <laughs> Police in Poland seek man dressed like Christmas tree who slashed tires at meat warehouse. Woman, 64, nearly dies of toxic squash syndrome after being poisoned by trendy (laughs) calabash juice. Wow, okay. As Cocaine Bear debuts, studios rush to secure rights to Ecstasy Raccoon. Mm. Gun stockpile and hospital closet leads to $63,000 in fines from New Jersey Health Department. And New York City hiring somewhat bloodthirsty director of rodent mitigation. Wow, that was so long. Let's see how long this (laughs) takes going fast. Christmas pup. <laughs> no. Work smart, not, ha- not hard, Phil, or whatever. Christmas puppy sales, funding organized crime gangs. Police in Poland seek man dressed like Christmas trees slash tires at Mead Warehouse. Woman 64 nearly dies of toxic squash in after being poisoned by trendy calabash juice. As cocaine bear debuts, studios rush to secure rights to ecstasy raccoons. Gun stockpile and hospital oh. closet leads to $63,000 in fines for New Jersey Health Department. New York City hiring someone directly, somewhat bloodthirsty director of road mitigation. We never saw him again. <laughs> Well, yeah, buddy. The first one is suspicious. Uh, as is the, I, I, 
Calabash juice? Calabash juice. Calabash juice? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Is that a, I guess that maybe that's a thing. That could also just be like a trendy pair of Calabash underwear. is 100% a thing. Yeah, but is it food? <laughs> Probably not. You know. Uh, Which is why it's another healthy. One. What's the um, fourth one? Cocaine Bear debuts. Studios yeah. rush to secure right to Ecstasy Raccoon. Which, I mean, anything is possible, isn't it? But, but I do feel like I... I've heard of Cocaine Bear, which is weird. Unless maybe I'm just picturing a Garbage Pail Kid card. <laughs> That's the darkest Garbage Pail Kid ever. Hey, I salute you, Garbage. Hey, shout out to the Garbage Pail Kids, huh? What was that sound? Whoa, oh, party foul. I forgot to turn my phone. The silent. feds are paging Phil. Uh, I'm going to, okay. I have a wire under the sweater. <laughs> also, well, you're going to get sewage on it. I'm going to say it's the first one. Christmas puppy sales are indeed funding organized crime gangs. I'm sorry. Eh. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I like it better this way. <laughs> this is a raw episode, except for raw asterisk. <laughs> raw asterisk. Yes. This is a That's minimum the title wage. right there. <laughs> this is a minimum wage episode. <laughs> this is a CVS part-time employee <laughs> enthusiasm. Oh, level. I thought that you were going to say this is the CVS knockoff brand of the whip around. No, it's it is a pick a path though. <laughs> As long as your path is, I don't, <laughs> I don't want Sean to do much. That's that's the path we're picking. Turn to page three. Do you know they put condoms on uh, mic packs in a lot of actors? To like, stop you know, right? from sweat getting in there to yeah. shorten them out? Makes sense yeah, to so me. Yeah, so if you ever are in, like, especially like a community theater, and it's been a musical, and you've noticed they, they're mic'd up on stage and everything, and it looks like a particularly active show. You bet you there's a bunch of condoms back there. Well, I'm saying like if you ever go backstage, or maybe if you just if you know where the sound people are located, or where they're dropping off the mics, if you glance in the garbage can, it looks just, like there was just like a porn being shot there. <laughs> I did not realize. I mean, I knew why, but I never thought. Like, and I, I'm oh my sad gosh, that yeah. I didn't think to take a picture. That Next time been, I'm in a show, please, I need to take a picture, picture of the orgy backstage right. that wasn't. That was just people doing a Christmas carol. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew a Christmas carol involved I'm so many so condoms? Angry. I don't have a picture of the Christmas All the condoms carol that condom can. <laughs> I anyway, would love for that uh, to be the episode title, but there's no way we'll get it. Up. Was it the fourth one? Yes. Ding, ding. Wait, you it, can do that one. Incidentally. <laughs> yeah, let me grab this too, just in case I need it. Okay. Uh, incidentally, you're right. Cocaine Bear is a real movie that's coming out. Okay, so I have noticed that somewhere, Yes, but there is no... There is no ecstasy that I know of. As of yet. As of yet, but, right. you know, I mean, if anybody out there of. is listening, I, I call me. I'll write a screenplay for you in a minute and a half. Yeah. Depends on the how much they like give you in advance, eh? I mean, <laughs> enough to abscond to Vegas with is what I'm looking for. Should we go on a water break, Phil? Yeah, let's do a water break, Sean. <laughs> All right. Uh. Bless you. That's my line. I know. I'm Sean Los Mencia. <laughs> I'm Shawnee Williams. I'll be back. I'm the voice of my own God. Maybe this will go on the air too. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out how long it takes me to get the one. Uh, we'll see. So, um, Sean Hayes, whip around. Uh, listen, while it's just us, uh, I gave Phil a Christmas present this year, and he didn't have one for me. Uh, and the, and I'm happy about that only because it's always the reverse. And I got him this year. It's a, uh, a t-shirt. And it's a, a, what is it, a three and a half? The smaller, not a floppy disk, the other thing. The next one. The hard one. 
three and a half by five, whatever. Anyway, standing there and he's talking to a flash drive and the disc is saying, I'm your father. And the flash drive is saying, no, like Luke. Good. Oh, did it hurt? Ow, actually, yeah. Oh no, are you hurt? Ah, more. Well, no more than normal. Are you in trouble? Uh, no, I'm all right. Ah, I just mm-hmm. tweaked. I as the chair slid as I moved, it tweaked my. I tweaked my knee. Ow, that kind of sucks. Man, that, I'm really that sorry. That really kind of sucks. <laughs> well, now what do we do? Well, first we check if my voice is acceptable to you. I suppose. Is am I less? Watery? Am I less mouth noisy? Am I You more- have the audacity <laughs> to act like you didn't notice that your frog was climbing out of your mouth <laughs> to try to get onto the third mic down here. <laughs> and then you're going to say, if it's acceptable to you? That's like you just took a shit in the middle of a school. <laughs> And you were like, okay, well, I guess I'll come back when my, when this is more acceptable to you guys. Like, you're rude. <laughs> my metaphor doesn't work, but you're rude. And you took a shit in the middle of the school. On the air. Silence! <laughs> Damn, that echoes a lot down here. I'm gonna call it cops. Jesus. Woo! Hi. Huh? Hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> Speak okay. up. <laughs> At this point, yes. So, um, can I do something before I do the science real fast? Is this just something I feel like I need to address? Fusion? Oh, yeah. Can I do this for my one hitter of science real fast? I don't know if you can do it real, real fast. I, I can try. Scooter, but I mean, yeah, that's worth a talking okay. point, isn't it? Because it's everywhere and it's, it is a really great breakthrough. Okay. The idea behind fusion, you smash two atoms together. When they smash together, you get a bunch of very elementary particles and energy shooting out all over the place. That's mm. This is the thing that powers stars. It's going on in the core of the sun. It is incredibly hard to do, and it takes a lot of energy in to smash energy to smash atoms close together because they want to repel each other. There's right. only so close they can get yeah. uh, until they get close enough, and then the strong force takes over. That's a whole other lecture. Don't worry about that. Point is... It's it a will-they-won't-they they when they finally have sex... Um, you know what? There's yes. A lot of energy goes flying. Basically. And the national... Think about when Jim and Pam finally kissed, you know? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Think of that emotional energy you felt. And that's just a TV show. This is like galactic level. Yeah. And the National Ignition Facility, uh, uh, basically, the way they got this to happen... Nif. Knife. The knife. Knife. Basically, they pointed a shit ton of lasers at a single little sample of like hydrogen managed to smash basically burn the outside so hot across the streams they did 152 <laughs> of them if i remember correctly by the oh, way a frat party yeah and ugh, oh and basically heated up the outside so much that it forced the center together and that fused this is a milestone because they've been doing that for a while but what they finally did was they got more energy out than they put in Right, that's, that's the, the big deal, right? Like they've been doing this at they that, even breaking at knife. Even. They got ahead, right? That's the thing, and that's what makes it so exciting. Here's the thing, and I want it. Like everybody is super excited about it, and it's, that's the fundamental basis of it, right? But the thing that we need to, you know, at least calm down about a little. It's always sensationalized science. I've said this a lot on the show. Is 
Justifiably. You know, justifiably. And don't get me wrong. This is a big deal. This is the first time ever we've gotten, you know, uh, what was greater than one, right, Mm. is is the term. And it's great, but at this scale, it's not – the facility takes three football fields worth of area, right? It's big. It's not very practical. You can't do this. You can't scale this up yet. Right. It's not to say that it isn't a very important first step, but when you hear all the hype, remember that we're still probably 20 years away from this, which is also a joke for all my physics people out there. Uh, but hey, listen, still a big step forward. It's a milestone, but it's not necessarily as exciting as I think a lot of news outlets are making it out to be. Big first step, still got a ways to go to make it practical. So you're right. I couldn't do that quickly. <laughs> you know, the way that they got them to actually fuse or whatever, it reminds me, because of course it does. Of the way they would force a rat into a pipe. What the? And then put the pipe against, like, the stomach of a prisoner. Oh. Or, you know, and then they would take, like, a flaming. Right, and then the rat they, gnaws its way they, into Right. It prison. reminds me of that. They're like, look, you got no choice. It's, you know what? It's really rat fusion was what they should have called that process. And they could have taught the rats to play Doom while they were doing it, too. That better not be what we're talking about. <laughs> no. Wait, although, if you could play Doom on a rat, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Remember they taught rats how to play Doom, sort right. of? No, no. No, play Doom on the rat. But I want to play Doom on a rat. I don't know whether I'm looking at <laughs> its eyes. And I, I don't know. Just That's put for the, the tail scientist. In the right. That's for the scientist to figure out. No, no, no. We have more research, actually, this week that came out of the American Physical Society's Fluid Dynamics Conference. Wait, why would it was that? Because that, Cause that was the place where they uh, debuted the research for the urinal that doesn't pee back on you. <laughs> oh, right. The, the sled. Yes. The canoe. The canoe. The, can, the canoe-anal. The piss canoe. <laughs> the canoe yeah. So now. And then you go to football games and you have to use a communal canoe <laughs> So here's the thing. This one involves AI, but we're not teaching it to replicate artwork. Stop looking at my peep. <laughs> we're not teaching it how to write final exam essays. We are training it to listen. Very carefully to the crow soundtrack. Every (laughs) (laughs) that's That's all I could think of is the yarling voice. That's all I had. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) No, we're training it to listen very carefully to everything in the bathroom. Well, I can tell you right now that a lot of executives are going to be uh, getting murdered over this in RoboCop. You just don't want listeners in the bathroom. But you do. Why do I want the AI listening to me in the bathroom? Here's do you have any idea some of the unspeakable things that, just, uh, that I have muttered in a bathroom? Here's here's what's going on, okay? Uh, the the, research, the researcher's name, uh, grad student never Georgia Tech, uh, David Ansel, um, researches fluid dynamics, was looking for a way to listen very carefully to farts. That I, That is the worst job. <laughs> See, the sound of farts is shaped in part by the geometry Man, of the rectum. I'm not doing a lot of editing to do a fart story. <laughs> it's shaped by the interior of the rectum. And so if you have a cancerous tumor growing in there, you might be able to detect it straight by sound. <laughs> not a bad plan for not invasive detection of cancer. However, they met up with researchers who were trying to find ways to track outbreaks of gastrointestinal diseases like cholera and the light bulb, hopefully also along with the ventilation fan, went on. Gross. 
Usefully gross. Turns out it's pretty easy to analyze sound and more reliable than asking people to self-report on, you know, different like medical surveys. And it's way less invasive than an actual medical, you know, exam and also less invasive than like, you know, toilet cams. So maybe, maybe, maybe they can train AI to detect the sounds of diarrhea. And there is a pretty big difference between the sounds of regular poops, wet poops, regular farts, wet farts, and they fed hundreds of hours of publicly available audio and video of all kinds of excretions. Capturing the sounds from each that's and the training the AI. That's the computer program that's gonna kill everyone. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be no one there'll be so many questions, but the one that no one will ever ask is why. It's shitting it. <laughs> and we deserve what's coming. <laughs> so they train the AI based on the oh video. They're God. like, this one's a diarrhea, this one's a normal. That's poop. like an ending like- to like a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> that's, that's like that's like the ending of Oh wait, it gets better! <laughs> Requiem for a Dream too. Like you, you're turned into an AI, and you just have to listen to diarrhea forever. Sort it out, no less. Oh my god! Wait, it gets better. That's like Dante level shit. So it's the third circle of hell. I yeah. think it's it's somewhere in there. It's the two thousand flushes of hell. <laughs> Every what? circle's a different ring around the toilet. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's what it, that uh. makes so much sense now. <laughs> when it gets better so they had to test out the I AI bet it doesn't <laughs> it does they had to test out the AI somehow right mm-hmm. so they've trained this AI they're like here listen to this and tell us what it is so what they did was they uh, basically they 3D printed you could see the housing on- online and it's a very simple machine Housing. That- oh mm-hmm. okay that could pump combinations of solids and liquids through various <laughs> tubes no. meant to recreate the sounds no, in the bathroom. No, no, no. And they called this machine the Synthetic Human Acoustic Reproduction Testing Machine. Man, we are just... Synthetic Human Acoustic Reproduction Testing Machine. Shart. It's the Shart machine. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> Not yet available at Sharper Image. Uh, but you never know. You'll let, I, well, I'll find out. <laughs> Give it 20 minutes. Something tells me I'll find out. <laughs> so would they find that, yes, you can actually reliably via sound. They're taking away our jobs, what? by the way. What, are you listening to farts? No, but I, I'd shit. They don't even let humans shit now. Well, because you want to reliably reproduce and you know mimic it, you can't just. Wait. What are you going to do? Give give like Joey over there like diarrhea and be like, do me a favor, eat this rotten like food. Go shit and let's see if we know that you ate rotten food. I would like nothing more. Well, fuck Joey then, I guess, is what we're saying. No, that's a different study. <laughs> but I do know where we could get some used condoms <laughs> that you don't have to be too nervous about. And you can wash them and reuse them. Um, I feel like that's a very old callback, I think. Is it? I think so. We talked about that? Really? Wow. I'm like episode 30. Anyway, um... Anyway, not uh, so. Here's the deal: the goal is to not have like a one-stop testing thing. The goal is to sort of install small modules attached to toilets that can give you feedback and alert you if a lot of people are a lot of diarrhea going on in this bathroom. And it's number. <laughs> 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 Did you see dodgeball? <laughs> yeah. So when he's like on the big monitors, like you go about to sit up, Trevor. He's like you're seeming pretty loose over there, Megs. <laughs> Hey, Phil, not enough <laughs> TP, buddy. <laughs> nice so, BM this morning, Sean. 
So the, here's my obvious. Ding, ding, ding. We've got a no wiper here. <laughs> it's a ghost poopy. Um, so the goal isn't to have a one-stop testing thing, but some modules attach and they can give you feedback. My obvious extension, it's not specified, is to hook them up to like public toilets and see if these outbreaks of diarrhea and possibly deadly diseases are going around a population. I would like to let uh, the researcher close this out with a quote. Quote, we're not trying to come up with million-dollar equipment. We're trying to make this something that can be afforded by just about everyone, particularly since the project is focused on urban areas with weak health systems. The affordability aspect is very important to us. So, Sean, AI listening to your twosies. What do you think? I, well, this right here, this is the this is the the line, you know, because <laughs> a people who are willing to give up their shit their shit privacy <laughs> for shit security might deserve neither privacy <laughs> nor security. Um, I I get, but here's the deal. Go ahead. It's like prophecy, you know? It's like the more you do to get away from it, the more you're going to assure it. I'm, so the okay. AI's going to win. So, like, what do we get out of him in the meantime? Maybe we do. Maybe we'll go like, hey, you know what? You're going to take over. But before you do, do you know what I mean? It's like when you're playing a drinking game, like you're playing asshole, you know, and you're the president. You're going you're gonna to go down. Yeah. Is that going to make your behavior more gentle? Nah, not really. <laughs> because this is it right now. So, so you think the AI is going to... Oh, we're going to suffer okay, for okay, this. Okay. We're going to suffer mightily for this. <laughs> but for now, <laughs> how's that sound, Skynet? Sky shit. Shitnet? How about them horse apples? <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, you get the – I mean, you do understand, of course, the purpose. I like the idea, actually. Yes. I like the idea. It's not invasive. Yes. Let's track and see if everybody's splattering the shirts. See, Philpio. I understand. <laughs> but I feel like – I'm just saying that it's a, it's a very, very double-edged sword because it really is. It's like now – it's not just AI that has access to the information. Obviously, <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is being codified – Somewhere. Well, I mean, the, the, otherwise, know. unless there's and here, here comes the this the if, and I don't like ifs with AI because AI loves to think around ifs. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, then we would make sure that the AI didn't do anything with it. It wouldn't do anything. To your person. Oh, of course, of course not. Just like the government doesn't actually spy on your shit. Give me a break. So you think we don't need this? You think they're already spying on our our shit? Well, no, no, no. I, that shit was <laughs> metaphorical. Oh, okay. You, literal, <laughs> literal or metaphoricals? Right. Okay. The, the the latter was a metaphorical, but just, all okay, of it. the all of the uh, former was literal shit. Okay. And I'm just saying, it's like as we do this, just know that it's just more of us is gone. Flush, Privacy flushed away. Flushed away. <laughs> or maybe they don't even let us do that anymore. The AI has already started taking away our good American jobs, taking sample shits. That new extractor machine, the, the Charter, the Shart has already unjobbed several Americans, I'm sure. Who, <laughs> don't think so. Who were slated to shit for research purposes. I don't think. Now, oh, maybe. I don't know. Play a game. I don't know Do you want to play a game? Yeah. Are you sure? No. Okay. You might not be sure after I tell you. Folks, you might have heard over the last two live weeks that uh, we've been doing things with the Sharper Image Holiday Catalog. What are you doing? Sean, it is time for the Build a Sharper Image Product Workshop. Ooh, you are <laughs> really, really pushing your luck. 
Yes, that's right. It's you a game said. I should never be allowed to run. You agree. For reasons that we shouldn't disclose. It's a raw episode, you <laughs> idiot! It's fine! Just go with your first instinct on great, all of fine, these questions. Great, it's gonna fine, be great. Great. It's gonna be great. Fine. It's gonna be great. Fine. You can do. If this does not work out well, you just do one really big block edit. Just Son slide of it Dicklestein, man. <laughs> Don't be such a cratchit. Well, no. That, that... <laughs> Actually, wait. That would help here. Oh, unless you're saying I'm well, a that's no, pretty... that no. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's a dick. Rough. Yeah, no, that 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 uh, that line did not work out. Anyway, well, it's a raw episode. I so guess we're all, so. We're all fun. There it is. Uh, catalog a sharper image catalog is a catalog full of gifts that can charitably dis- be described as pointless, if not downright insultingly stupid. But if these products could make it past the focus group, then my buddy Sean here can do just as well in the field. I, of product I, think, development. I, know, I think I know what I want to do already, <laughs> and I'm going to be the one to guide him through probably a more detailed design process than they have. I so, know what I want to do all right then let's begin yeah your first question or prompt i guess it's not really a question anyway um most products in the sharper image catalog are charitably described as a solution looking for a problem so what problem is your product aiming to solve or what aspect of life will it improve what is your product and what does it do um I'm not sure if this is too much. I might have to pick a like a, a like a part of this process. Start narrow. I have a prompt coming up that's going to allow you. to I expand. want uh, boredom that that actually can lead to mess uh, in the in urinals, in 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 toilets and urinals. What? Drab, nothing that you know. Wait, what? What is your product exactly? I didn't tell you my product was. You said, oh, what's the need? Oh, you said, right. what's the problem? Okay, yeah. You don't even know how to run your... See, again, <laughs> you can't run this game. Yeah, that's my problem. D- bored, drab people okay. misfiring, you know, or or uh, what's the word? They have ur- urination wanderlust. They just kind of... <laughs> maybe they start, maybe they start you know, kind of lazily doing a back and forth. Maybe you start kind of doing a little circle because you're bored. You're not, are you, but are you, you're out of your element a little bit and maybe you're not paying enough attention in the water and it can be confusing with the water level. And so it's just, okay. I don't know. So, okay. So and that's that the problem. Splash, it can lead to drift, you know, problems and messy piss. So the boring cor- toilet, the, the second question, which is a direct corollary to that is what is your product and what does it do? All right. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's something to piss on and I, and I'm picturing it almost looks like a roach motel kind of those flat sort of hexagonal it's like okay. a disc kind of thing and I think it can have a couple different settings sure uh, and I think you you know you'd need to ha- it would come with like a little kind of like the um, the Christmas lights have those like little remotes you know, okay you push it to see so you can do a little remote to decide what um, it's like a little button on the stall maybe or the or right you know. like what function you want it to do but okay. it'll do kind of things like maybe the that'll do like a it'll so the harder you can stay in like one spot of it it'll like have lights go around and around and around and around, <laughs> and around, and around, and around, around right and maybe you click another thing and it does like little like little targets move but in a responsible pattern <laughs> not. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, and then what you can do is you'll even have a thing where it's like push the one button and record your score. So then the person who comes up behind you is like, well, you know, and then it's not like a big deal because maybe they don't have to piss as hard as you do. But maybe you come up to a, a, a urinal, right? And it has a little score display on it. And there may be three urinals there and they all have this, right? And one says like, I don't know, 25. And the other says, you know, 70. And the other one says 100. 
you're going to go to that low number. Maybe if you really have to piss, be like, I'm going to blow that number out of the water. Or maybe if like, I've never had to pee this much in my entire life and you notice mm-hmm. that the one. But see what I'm doing? Yeah. You incentivize responsible pissing because you can't just waste it. So you're going to try to get it on this device through which, and it's, you, you know, it's configured. And it'll probably have like a little thing if you get whatever. So you can actually slide like the urinal cake kind of maybe right in it or maybe. And again, oh. you could work fragrance release into it somehow. Do you know <laughs> I, I mean? like it. So now it's, I'd like to, it's, a, it's a super puck. There have been a super. And, and there was the sort of the next question right yeah, after that. Yeah, because I have to do this game what, without it, you running it into yeah. the ground. What is the name? The super puck. I think it's probably I like the, that. It's, so the super the super puck. Um, super puck one thousand. Okay, which actually beat one of my uh, beat out one of my questions, which is you know we need unnecessary adjectives. There you go. So super puck one thousand. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I'm just trying it my best to anticipate those moves. <laughs> he's, he's playing three D chess. A problem, you say? <laughs> now I want to point something out. By the way, this does not exist as such especially as a modular thing for a while they did have urinals like this installed over at the iron pig stadium with little like games and scoreboards but nothing with a target to incentivize responsible peeing right so i appreciate that so we know we're standing on the the shoulders of pissing giants it wouldn't it wouldn't be a sharper image product without some highly unnecessary add-on right and so when we read the description it's the super puck 1000 right and Oh, what is this extra thing that this does? What is the extra selling point that also allows us to charge a premium price for it? Uh, it has a ball, like ball warmer arms, <laughs> like little tiny, little <laughs> tiny, like ball gripper. Like, so like you can come up and it like they'll come. You can, you can, there's a switch in the back where you can like totally turn this feature off, but they don't advertise that <laughs> so that when you go and you're like, all right, here we go. It's like a little thing like, and like and it's this little Almost, Sean's got his hands like he's trying to hold like a bowl of soup. Well, do you know what I'm saying? But like it comes up like that, and it for, <laughs> it's kind of like like the two halves sort of cup gently together, like they cut like this. Okay, but they come up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it's but when they sense pressure, they'll stop. But it's got a little ball holster, <laughs> which is like, why do I need that? You know, but it, it's they're warmed. That it is. They're gently warmed, and I. Th- <laughs> you said the first thing I know and here's my next prompt uh oh there's been a problem yeah. someone got hurt oh, using yeah. your oh. product oh they sure did how did they get hurt and what changes need to be made to get your product back on the shelves oh they got hot nuts <laughs> <laughs> set yourself up perfectly they had uh, they had some uh, some roasted chestnuts <laughs> just because those Merry ball- Christmas everybody right the ball warmers the way that they're wired up like once you turn the device on they just kind of start you know, and sometimes if there's just a little too much, I don't know if it just runs a little hot. <laughs> You've held an iPhone that's just decided to be an asshole. Well, Guy was just, or was he, or was he hanging out too long? Possibly, just maybe, right? You know, and then he had a general tot from you know Raiders of the Lost Ark situation, but on his balls to where he had the clue <laughs> burned into the bottom of his sack. So the changes is that that shit has to go, which means. The Super Puck 2000 <laughs> surreptitiously is just not going to have it. In fact, it'll probably say, you know, it's like it, it allows for free airflow or something. Maybe they'll, <laughs> they'll incorporate those little plastic, stupid, like caged off fans they put in some like helmets. Do you know what I mean? Those like safety mini oh, fans. Yeah. They'll have that in the side to be like, it blows cooling air to just stay away from the problem. <laughs> but that's the story for another time. <laughs>
I was going to say, I can picture... Never-ending piss. <laughs> Ooh, my balls! And that didn't go well. Even though you changed up your product, the scandal from the, uh, the ball-singeing uh, scandal uh-huh. uh, resulted in it sitting, aware, sitting in a warehouse gathering dust. But that's okay. Right. Last prompt. I don't believe this. Crappy part. products sometimes find life in new, unexpected ways. Yeah. If we look hard enough... Where will we find the Super Puck 1000 and 2000 doing something different after we get it out of the warehouse and repurpose it? Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. You said it was interesting. See, I told you I can run this game. Well, yeah. How many <laughs> questions have there been? I don't know. Okay. Great work. I'm pretty sure it was, what, six? Something so like I that. I said interesting for one of your props out of six. It's kind of like me playing fill me in. <laughs> Uh, what was the fucking question? If we look hard enough, right. where oh, are we going to find your stuff repurposed? What's its What's its new purpose going to be? Where are we going to find it doing something unexpected, maybe? Uh, oh, gosh. Probably in a third world country somewhere, let's be honest. Okay. Um, I expect that it uh, it actually is very useful when just given like a slight repurposing. You'd have to yeah, do a yeah. slight rewire with uh, testing uh, animals' piss. <laughs> Uh, for different infections. So depending on what the score will sort of rack up faster if it's got a lot of minerals maybe in their PP. Oh! So it's like, like, I'm sorry, Fluffy's scoring a 200. You know, she's got <laughs> kidney problems. <laughs> this sheep needs, uh, yeah. needs a kidney. And I bet you those animals will be happier. I bet you. Because peeing becomes more fun for them too. <laughs> no one has ever made animal peeing fun. In fact, Phil, you know what? I'm glad that this is what ends up What about happening. the mulu? Huh? What about the mulu? Uh, fuck, I don't even know where that is. God damn it. It was when they trained the cows to pee in the, in the stalls. <laughs> they were shooting them with water in the face. Yeah, remember that? They were not having fun. <laughs> See, I'm the only one Think, trying to make animal pissing fun. Well, you're trying to stave off this uprising. <laughs> right. We should go to break. We should go to break. How long is this fucking episode? I don't know. Can't be that long. All right. I really love the Whip Around podcast. Let's see. I already follow them on Facebook twitter instagram but i think they have a website all right let's see here so it's www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com all right it's right here i can subscribe to the show i obviously already do that i can look at some past episodes i can find out more about the hosts cool i can follow them which i already do um what is this? Click here for free whip around swag? Fuck. God damn it. Bullshit. Those are a bunch of assholes. What is the worst Christmas present you've ever Ooh. given? Given? No, I don't know, Phil. I'm just trying to not <laughs> hang up the phone on them. <laughs> um, Look, can I, can, uh, can I tell you my most embarrassing Christmas story ever? We're back. <laughs> Phil's going to... We're doing a Christmas special, which means we don't have three furs. Yep. Instead, Phil's going to tell us his most embarrassing Christmas story. This is uh, this is legend in my family. Uh, there's still several people in the family that will remember this. And if we're ever together on Christmas, 
somebody will Phineas is back. That's Phineas fun. is back. Somebody will say it to me. Okay. Um, it must have been about three, give or it take. Must have been three. <laughs> and uh, my whole family would get together. You know, big Italian family, like twenty-four people, all giving everybody gifts. You're and Italian. yeah, and uh, just a little. And three-year-old me wanted nothing to do with clothes, of course. Big, right. big shock. Okay. And uh, apparently, and and you I hadn't don't... discovered the cardigan yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, and again, I only have a vague recollection of this because this this has gone. My father would tell me. All my relatives would tell me. Apparently, all right. Every time that Christmas, I opened up something and it wasn't like a toy or a game. I actually said, "You blew it." <laughs> nice. At three years old, I'm just like, quick, 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 open. You blew it. <laughs> that was just, and my entire family knows that story. And every what a year, nice young man. Oh, every time someone gives me every any time that happens, like now, I hope I didn't blow it. It's like, God damn it! It's like, come on, it's it's thirty seven years on. All right, that is my uh, that is my most embarrassing Christmas story. Do you want to hear mine? Please, I, you, I probably told you. I, I just don't know if I've told the the citizens. Um, maybe I was what? Maybe ten, nine, ten. I think I was. No, well. Let's say 11. Sure. It was thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, at the one big Christmas gathering, uh, we had to rent out like a fire hall because it was, you know, a, a very, uh, very. And you're in Pennsylvania. Well, right. Right. And, but like my grandparents had 10 kids. And so it was ma- most of them had kids, et cetera. So there's a big clan. So anyway, yeah. one of the big deals was that a grown up would get up, uh, you know, at one point toward the end when the kids were, were like, you know, ready to crash out, really. And read the, you know, the, it was the night before Christmas. Sure. Uh, and then because I was getting into the theater arts and, and all that, <laughs> I, I was tapped young um, to get a chance to to read the story. And so I got up and, you know, everyone's quiet. And there was a big fireplace behind me. And I was, you know, I did the Christmas story. And, it, you know, it was a little awkward. Sure. You, know, you stand in front of your whole family and whatever, especially when you're already in your awkward phase. Yeah, not a not a great year for uh, age but, for. But being. whatever, you know, I was, I was like, God, I did, you know, did my best, and I was like, whatever. And then it ended, and people were clapping, and they, you know, not like a roaring applause. It's a it's a family Christmas gathering. It was just like, yeah, you know, and my my grandma, who was a wonderful lady, but also she could be, you know, very intense, very demanding, very exacting. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, that was that was terrible. <laughs> She said that was too. It was too fast. I couldn't understand a th- like a thing you just said. She's like, "That was is that what they're teaching? Like that was not good." Wow. Yeah, in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, to this day, my my mom when I mentioned that story, she's like, "I, I wanted to kill her." Um, but uh, interesting coda to that story. I I you know I but I went numb. I think you're doing you know? well now. I went numb. And I like went over to that big fireplace as the party sort of moved on. Like people were just sort of shocked and they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll get the fuck out of here. Um, you know, but I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. there was a lot of, oh, you know, no, but there wasn't really anyone who stepped up and was like, you need to stop it because it happened quickly. And, yeah, of course. And I sort of slinked away. You know, 11 year olds and hobbits, you know, they can just kind of vanish if they really need to. <laughs> so I was over at the fireplace and my, the eldest of her kids, my uncle Dan, came over. And uh, he had, I think he had a beer, and I was just like looking forlornly into the flames, just so embarrassed. <laughs> and he said, um, "You just don't want to deal with this shit, you know." And I said, and I, and I felt that every cylinder <laughs> was like, "Yeah." And then like he was kind of standing there, calm, placid, 
And he said, well, you're a man in the family now. Oh. He was like, welcome to being an adult man in this family. Loretta gave you a dressing down in front of everyone. And I, and so that kind of rescued the day. But the first part of it was wow, the most yeah, embarrassing being Christmas a, story. Being dressed down right there. And now look at you, Bob yeah, Cratchit. Yeah, right. You made it. I'm sorry, Grandma. But uh, to quote Phil, you blew it. Uh, <laughs> you know, Way to but tie it, it together. It worked out because now I perform everyone <laughs> just dedicated to my grandma. Like, in your face. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> And in your face, citizens. Merry Christmas in your face. <laughs> we will be back uh, next week with some holiday cheer for you. Am and I writing anything for that one? Three firsts. Right? Uh, three firsts for that one? Right. Yeah, I right. think. And we'll see if we can deliver them I'm after back, being baby. tipsy. Yeah. Uh, but we've got our uh, usual smattering of uh, holiday libations for you coming up. And uh, we'll see. I'm sure there'll if, be some twists and turns. Uh, I plan on it. Right. Yeah, so it's going to be a good time. But uh, until then, you know, It'll be a New Year's drinky special. Enjoy, uh, enjoy whatever holiday you're celebrating. Yeah, enjoy. drink, drink whatever nog or non-nog you please. Yeah, I'm actually going to go home and make some coquito myself right now. Oh my god! Oh yes, I'll bring you some. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, merry whatever. I, uh, this air so dry in here. You know and. Don't forget, no matter what you're celebrating, who you're celebrating with, if you're celebrating on your own, we... Feliz, we love you. Feliz, we love you. Feliz, we love you. Now it's time that I say goodbye. I'm not going to edit any of this. I'm not going to edit any of this. I'm not going to edit any of this. Because I'm being a fucking fart. <laughs> And we know what kind. Fuck. <laughs> it's the 2000 flushes of hell. <laughs>